The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. I mentioned government plans to increase sick leave, not the only thing the government are planning to do. Fine Gael certainly are hosting a special conference this weekend in Maynooth in County Kildare and it's going to focus on the opportunities and challenges facing the rural part of our country. Paul Trevaux was with me, the owner of Trevaux's Restaurant in Killarney and Seamus Boland is the CEO of Irish Rural Link. Paul, I mean, before we get into kind of what is working, what isn't, what challenges there are, is it just me that finds it slightly patronising when people talk about rural Ireland like it's one big place outside the M50? <laughs> you can be forgiven for, for thinking that, all right. Um, and I'm a dub. I'm a dub who's been exiled to rural Ireland for the last 22 years, nearly now living here in Kerry. Um, but there's just this huge challenges for, for rural Ireland. Look, there's huge challenges for the entire country at the moment. The reason why it stands out in rural Ireland so much is because, you know, it's a small town, it's a small village. The the hits that are that businesses take are seen so much more than, than what you'd see in, say, in a big city, Dublin, Galway, Cork. Uh, the influx of immigration and immigrants coming into small towns is a hell of a lot bigger. Put it into context, if Dublin took the same amount that Killarney alone took, there'd be 600,000 uh, immigrants and refugees coming into Dublin alone. So So that's why, I suppose... The concentration in such a small town, a small village, is really stands out. And that's why the challenges just seem that much more in, in, in rural Ireland than and, what you see in a city. And, and so, some of those challenges are new because a lot of the immigrants you talk about are, are Ukrainian refugees. So that's kind of a, a phenomenon from kind of a year and a half ago onwards. Some of these problems, though, I mean, have been kind of persistent for years. You know, that it, It's kind of a perennial debate, isn't it, and discussion, the fact that Dublin is kind of on one train track and the rest of the country may be on another. Yeah, look, I mean, I suppose the, the majority of, of the population living in, in, in the cities are obviously, you know, they're going to get much more attention from governments for, for obvious reasons. And I think, it's, look, it's just a succession of problems that have been in rural Ireland, you know, for, for decades, if you want, that uh, it makes it look as if rural Ireland is going through a harder time than, than Dublin, than Cork, than Limerick. So, I mean, it's just, this is not a new phenomenon, but it's just what we're seeing now is that tourism that's in such small rural towns, when you take so much of the tourism accommodation out of those towns for the, immigra- for the immigrants that have come in, the refugees, the asylum seekers, all of a sudden you just realise just how much of a problem that's put on top of mm. services, on top of the industries. Like Killarney, for example, is one of the most stunning towns anywhere you'll find in the world. But we, we really have two industries down here. We've got Lieber, the crane building company, and then we've got tourism. And, and if you mess around with either of those, that puts a town that, into serious jeopardy. And, and that, that is the point, isn't it? That that can be projected then onto other parts of the country. I mean, the smaller the area, the more likely it is to have kind of one big industry. It's not going to have the diversity that somewhere like a Dublin or Cork or Galway or Limerick has. Exactly. And you also, what you have in your small towns in rural Ireland is that it's, it's nearly all small family-run businesses. So if all of a sudden it's not viable for the next generation to take over, and they've got no alternative but to emigrate themselves because they can't get accommodation, they can't get rental properties, whatever. So now you're just doubling down all the time on the problems in a very small area. So I always use the example in, in Kenmare, where I live, there's, there are two butchers in, in, on the main street. In 10 years' time, there will be no butchers in the main street because it's not viable for the next generation to take over that trade 
at the moment. That could be a small bar, that could be a small sweet shop, because they just there's no room for them obviously living in the premises. That like the mother and father who could be seventies, eighties, nineties upwards, that they're running this kind of small business now at the moment. The next generation can't live in that house. There's no room for them. They can't afford to get into a house. They can't afford to rent a house. So they're now left with no alternative but to leave. Which means when it comes to the time. The generation running the business is eventually going to fold it up and that's the end of it. Seamus Boland, I mentioned, is with us as well. Uh, Paul, the CEO of Irish Rural Link. Uh, Seamus, before I talk to you about what isn't working or what could work better, what is working? Well, what are the positives? In what areas are the parts of this country outside the big urban conurbations thriving? Yeah, I think there are areas, and I think we better acknowledge immediately that there has been a lot of money pumped into the towns and villages, which were a big campaign of Irish Rural Links, that they were literally falling apart. Now, you can notice if you travel around the country that they are changing their facades, and you, you do see investment. Uh, the other thing that always works in, in rural Ireland is it's, it's, it's good quality of life to be there. Uh, yes, you'll, we'll go into the other things like services and stuff like that, but it is... A, a slower pace, there's a better quality of life and there's a lot of good things and a lot of young people want to stay there as we found out during COVID. Is the problem housing then for a lot of those people who do want to stay there? The same problem, I guess, that it's as much an urban as rural problem. It's actually a partly housing, but it's actually not the most serious problem. The most serious problem is in the last census, uh, I think it was 22, we saw that the vast majority of young people still uh, migrate to the largest cities, mainly Dublin and the eastern region. Uh, and that's because the major jobs, the more career-orientated jobs, are all still based on that side of the country. So we still have the famous regional imbalance that we've talked about for years. Has, has COVID helped that at all, the working from home phenomenon? It has shown us what you could do. And I think this is the point. And I know the Taoiseach, uh, he was Taoiseach, Mr. Bradcraft at the time, said, look at, look at the difference it makes in terms of traffic, etc. But what we've always looked for, we've looked for a special part of Enterprise Ireland, or indeed the IDA, but more likely Enterprise Ireland, to actually concentrate on jobs that could be migrated back into the rural areas uh, where people could work from home using technology. We haven't really done mm. that. We've done a lot of bringing in the big, big, heavy companies, which, of course, we can't bring across to Shannon because the electricity service is just that bit different. In other words, you couldn't put Intel in Castle Bar. It's not possible. So we, we, sh- we rely on the smaller type industries or the data type jobs or, or the inputting jobs or, or all those kind of jobs that we could bring to the country. And that would certainly keep people back home. Uh, Paul, um, you know, when we talk about the, the benefits of working from home as well, it, it strikes me that, that that's a possible boom to, to towns and villages and areas that are still within commuting distance of Dublin. Because most places that allow working from home, they don't allow it exclusively. You've still got to go in three days a week. And three days a week, I mean, you're not commuting from Killarney to Dublin three days a week. Let's put it that way. Well, that's for sure. I mean, I, I travel from Kenmare to Killarney seven days a week, and, and even that's a struggle at times. Uh, I, I think what we need to do is we need to concentrate on on 
what actually rural Ireland is right now, as opposed to dreaming about, you know, can we bring in a big business into Killarney? Can we bring a big business into, you know, Westport or something like that? Rural Ireland is made up of small family-run businesses. It's, 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 they're tourist-driven, a majority of them are tourism-driven. And, and if we mess around with those small businesses, well, then that's why rural Ireland gets into so much trouble, which is exactly what we're doing right now at the moment. The cost of doing business has gone through the absolute roof, which means we're putting the small businesses in, in jeopardy. So what we have to do, the government has to do, if Fine Gael want to bring me, I'll gladly talk at their, at their meeting in, in coming up, that we must mind the current small family-run business that we have in rural Ireland. We can't, uh, you know, uh, put them under more pressure. We've got a VAT rate hike. We've got a minimum wage increase coming up, which is going to be across the board. There's nowhere for accommodation for, for, for staff if they want to come into rural Ireland. There's nowhere for them to stay. So we have huge problems now. So let's fix the problems that are here. That will solve an awful lot of the issues in rural Ireland, as opposed to dreaming about bringing in, you know, are we going to move people out of cities? Are we going to bring big companies into rural Ireland? Like, let's just fix what the problems are right now. That, and that'll be a great start. Paul Travaux, the owner of Travaux's Restaurant in Killarney and Seamus Bowden, the CEO of Irish Rural Link. Gentlemen, thanks a million, both of you, uh, for joining me on the show. One listener says a big problem here in seaside villages in Wexford is wealthy people are buying second, third and fourth houses for these summer months. They're left idle for most of the year and therefore they can't sustain local businesses, all the while driving up house prices, stopping young families from the local area living in the village they grew up in. Another listener says, the poor mouth again. Mine have left the country because they can't afford Dublin. Give me a break. Country life is a much slower way of life. It's either for you or it's not. They are not being left behind. They're choosing it. And this listener says, thanks to our perfect government, my child is emigrating this week because of the lack of housing and living in a rural area with no transport services. I'm heartbroken and I'm the fourth family I know this week alone in this situation. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.